Welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including the National Football League, college football, which undefeated teams, and there are 17 of them just in the Power Five conferences. Which of those are most at risk on this soon to be here week five college football extended weekend little shout out to north carolina a t the fcs superpower in our backyard they get a national tv game tonight check it out on espnu if you can't be there in person bigger games friday and saturday we'll get to many of those college basketball is back in the form of practice it's back in the form of late night with Roy and other preseason shenanigans. Those are good shenanigans, fun ones. Tomorrow night in that case in Chapel Hill. There are questions about the ACC network one month after its launch, even as it has flown past 40 million subscribers. That is good, as long as you're comparing it to other such channel launches in the college sports world. Still missing the biggest cable company in America. That would be Comcast Xfinity, but just added AT&T's U-verse, for example, has the two big satellite companies already, has most of the big cable companies with that enormous exception, has even the new modern-day streaming or fiber companies left and right. There are really only a couple left and only one heavyweight left that is not carrying the ACC network. If you want to watch Wake Forest Boston College on Saturday or NC State's trip to Florida State, remember, they didn't just put some interesting games on that channel in week one. Here we are at the end of September. If there are five games worth watching in the ACC this weekend, two of those five are exclusive to the ACC network. It doesn't really matter to hardly anybody in our statewide audience because there are almost no Comcast customers here. It is a really small handful, but I do regular guest spots as a guest on other sports radio shows in a variety of places in the state of Virginia where there are Comcast customers everywhere you look and Hokies and Cavs and other fans who are frustrated that after a full month they have not worked that out yet. What's going on with Comcast? I have some answers to those questions. Just remember, some exclusive college basketball games are just around the corner. So if you're like a Syracuse or UVA fan and they play each other in early November, national champions of last year, Virginia, visiting the Hall of Fame coach Jim Beheim in Syracuse at that enormous building with that fantastic history, exclusive to the ACC network. So is Notre Dame's visit to UNC. I know not a lot of folks view the Irish this way, but I believe when Notre Dame visits Carolina, Mike Bray, Roy Williams style, It'll be two of the five best teams in the Atlantic Coast Conference in basketball. And yes, I'm aware that Notre Dame tied for last place in the conference last year. You know the other names of the contenders in most cases. Duke and Louisville are kind of leading the way as ACC teams as practice is underway. UVA and Carolina are going to be good again. I just happen to think Notre Dame will join that list, even as State and Wake in our backyard also have dreams of making or getting back to the NCAA tournament. Major League Baseball has just a few days remaining in its marathon 162-game regular season, and most of the postseason picture is set. So congratulations to the Dodgers, the Braves, the Nationals. The Cardinals and the Brewers are also in. It's just 
who's in as a wild card and who's in as a division champion. That still has to be settled with a few games to play. Yankees, Astros, Twins, division champions in the AL, A's and Rays in the driver's seat for those wild cards, but Cleveland also still alive on that side of the fence. Darren Vaught's Red Sox, as I say hello to my producer, last year's World Series champions have fallen by the wayside long ago. My Philadelphia Phillies have as well, but it should be a great postseason as we inch toward that on the diamond shortly. The Carolina Hurricanes, the number one thing to watch for Kaniacs with the regular season opener one week from today. Well, maybe the number two thing to watch. My question is what is your number one concern about this team right now coming off that final four appearance, if you will, the Eastern Conference Championship of a year ago in year one under that Rod Brindamore, Guy, DG show, and North Carolina Sports Hall of Famer. He may get into another Hall of Fame at some point soon. First full year under Tom Dundon, that magical equation, those uber-competitive guys were part of the leadership off the ice that led to that success story and the Canes being relevant here and beyond. Bunch of jerks, but also wins, more importantly, playoffs, more importantly. Maybe the number one most important thing as hockey season and its regular season, I should say, nears. One week from today, we will be at PNC Arena bringing you the David Glenn Show live from there and giving you free tickets to that season opening matchup against the Montreal Canadiens. Most important, perhaps, for some Caniacs, I have a pair of tickets to give away to opening night next Thursday, a week from today. Second most important for Kaniacs might be that question of the day. What is your number one concern about this team right now? I will give you my answer, and it has to do more with leadership and chemistry than it does actual on-ice personnel and production. I think my concern actually matches the concern of the head coach, Rod Brindamore. More on that with more of your answers to that question of the day as well. A little bit of a lot of things, baseball, basketball, hockey, and a whole lot of NFL and college football. Did you know that a deodorant company is trolling an NFL team that has place-kicking woes? I will elaborate on that. It actually involves U.S. women's national team soccer star Carly Lloyd and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pretty creative stuff. As week four begins tonight, Eagles at Packers. Did you know, as your Panthers at 1-2 and two, join my Eagles at 1-2 and two in the current standings, did you know that in the 53-year Super Bowl era, we're headed towards Super Bowl 54, right? In the first 53 years of the Super Bowl era, there's only one team that started 1-3 and three and then came all the way back to win the Super Bowl. That surprised me a little bit. I mean, obviously, if you're good, you're probably going to start well. But only one example in 53 years? For those wondering, it was the 2001 New England Patriots. Somehow, Belichick is always involved in the answers to these questions. Well, the Eagles could fall to 1-3 and three tonight. They were one of the preseason favorites, not number one. And I understand why. And they've been banged up. And there's all sorts of reasons, explanations, slash excuses the Eagles would fall to 1-3 and three tonight unless they can beat Green Bay at Green Bay. Your Panthers will fall to 1-3 and three unless you can beat the Texans at Houston on Sunday. So, you know, history does not guarantee the future, but it at least quantifies the size of that 1-3 hole as the Eagles and the Packers get Week 4 going tonight, as Navy and Memphis get college football's Week 5 going tonight in a national TV ESPN game. As I mentioned, North Carolina A&T, the superpower of the FCS ranks, Aggies, 
take on Delaware State in an ESPNU game tonight. Good luck to Coach Washington and that crew. I have a question of the day that goes beyond the Canes question. And we will get to what did Urban Meyer say when he was asked about the rumor that he'll be the next coach at Michigan. Seriously. Like, you've all heard the rumors about him. Former Florida national champion, former Ohio State national champion. Seems to come up with some unusual circumstances for how and why he has to step away. You've heard the Southern Cal rumors, I'm sure, as he's now a broadcaster and even out there sometimes in Pac-12 country. I hadn't heard the Michigan rumor until earlier this week. Remember, the Wolverines of Jim Harbaugh got blasted by, Mich- by uh, Wisconsin this past weekend. Urban Meyer was asked about the Michigan rumor. And I'll tell you what he said as we dive into some college football and celebrate the National Football League. Are the Miami Dolphins the worst 0-3 team in NFL history? There are actually some numbers that suggest the answer is yes. Darren Vaught is our producer. Jim Zoki of the Carolina Panthers radio crew joins us live in hour two to talk NFL and Kyle Allen and Cam Newton and the trip to Houston. Pat Narduzzi is going to drop by. Dave Doran of NC State is going to drop by. Coach Doran is taking his wolf back to Florida State. That's in hour number three, his visit. Pat Narduzzi just took his Pitt Panthers to victory over a team, UCF, that had not lost in more than two years a regular season game. They took, he took the Panthers to the ACC title game a year ago, remember. Pat Narduzzi came this close to accidentally dropping an F-bomb on national TV as he celebrated that victory over UCF on Saturday. He's a funny dude. He once claimed not to know that Death Valley was Clemson's home football field, and then he took the Panthers and beat the Tigers. He also once said on TV during a halftime interview, he guaranteed that his Panthers would beat Miami. This is at halftime. And they did. And Miami was highly ranked at the time. This is the same guy who at media day of 2018, we were there with him in Charlotte, said, I will see you guys back here in Charlotte for the ACC title game at the end of this year. And darned if he didn't pull that off as well. He is a creative dude. He is an interesting guy. He has David Tepper-style brass balls. It's a sports show. We're allowed to say that from time to time. Pat Narduzzi, second hour. Dave Doran, third hour. Jim Zoki in about 45 minutes on all things NFL. Darren Vaught is our producer. Intern Sam represents the University of North Carolina and is taking your calls right now on anything I mentioned at 1-800-849-2761. Three guests later, your phone calls here in hour number one. I will give away a pair of Carolina Hurricanes tickets to the season opener a little bit later in today's program. We have more big tailgate tour.com details as we head to App State and Boone. We'll be near the rock sculpture that's in the midst of a lot of construction near Kid Brewer Stadium. That's where we're going to be set up with our tents, games, and Continental Tire Toss on Saturday. More on that a little bit later. And a special question of the day, Darren. I think you're going to like this one. Who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American (laughs) sports fan? You know, we like to stick to sports here at the David Glenn Show. We don't want to go too far down any dangerous rabbit holes. Who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan? Whistleblower could apply to our friends John Clockerty or Brian Kersey of ACC basketball fame, first calling the games, later supervising such men, right? 
Ed Hockley likes to flex or liked prior to retirement, flex as he carried the whistle through all of those years of NFL action. Maybe you're a Joey Crawford, Dick Bavetta NBA guy. Question of the day, who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American <laughs> sports fan? Hockey people, you might like Kerry Frazier. Maybe you're a Wes McCauley guy. Bill McCreary? Andy Van Hellemond, are you old enough to remember that one? We're celebrating whistleblowers today. Who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan? ACC fans remember Dick Papero and Lenny Wirtz, I know. Those are some old school shout-outs. 1-800-849-2761. Whistleblower Day on the David Glenn Show. Jim Zoki, Pat Narduzzi, and Dave Doran, three guests. Your phone calls, too. What did Urban Meyer say when asked about the rumor that he might be next at Michigan? The Buckeyes' arch rival. That could not possibly happen, could it? That answer with your calls and great whistleblowers, 1-800-849-2761 on The David Glenn Show. Mike Lupica, welcome back to The David Glenn Show. Sports used to be called the toy department, and I said, look at the political scene and, and, and tell me that's any more real or, or more serious than what we see. When people say, oh, stick to sports, well, who passed that law? You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Here we go. Guests later, calls now. NFL, college football, little college hoops, Major League Baseball, Carolina Hurricanes, Canes tickets to the season opener. We will give away a little bit later today. That pair does come with a parking voucher. A little different than in the past, but it still gets you in there without having to cough up the parking cash. That's how we like to take care of all of our winners here at the David Glenn Show. One thing I promised, what did Urban Meyer say when asked about the rumor that he would be next at Michigan with Jim Harbaugh under fire given his Wolverines annihilation last weekend at the hands of the Wisconsin Badgers? Usually, what does Urban Meyer do? He just dodges the question. He's not answering questions about Southern Cal right now. He didn't answer questions about Ohio State, and when he did, he lied about his interest in the <laughs> Buckeyes job after finishing with the Florida Gators, right? This time, I mean, even he was like, there's no way I, as a former Ohio State coach, could even be in the conversation, you know, backroom deal, rumor or other. No way. He just said, that ain't going to happen. And I believe him for a change. That ain't going to happen. Urban Meyer is going to revisit the coaching ranks again at some point after two different stepping aways. He'll be back. It's just not going to be at the big house, at least not as the home coach roaming the sidelines. 1-800-849-2761. Question of the day for Kaniacs. What is your number one concern about this team right now? Regular season opener is one week from today. Question of the day for college football fans. As we go to Ken, Victor, Dan, and others, which of the 17 undefeated Power five college football teams is most at risk of a loss this weekend. I have the short list for you. You can choose from among those. College basketball question of the day. 
What is the most important thing to watch as Duke, UNC, NC State, Wake Forest, and the rest of college basketball return to the practice court? And late night with Roy, for example, is tomorrow night in Chapel Hill. There is, of course, a different answer to each of those four questions surrounding the big four schools. You can chime in with your own at 1-800-849-2761. And the broad question of the day for you as a fellow American and as a fellow sports fan, who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan. We're celebrating whistleblowers today, Darren. Do you know why? As we go to Ken, who has a name I remember from the NFL. Victor, who has a name I remember from the NBA. Dan has a name I remember from my wee baby days covering the ACC way back in the 1980s. I think this guy had even retired by the time I met him. But we used to go to these press-type luncheons together, and this then-former ACC official, he's no longer with us, used to pull up a chair, and I would just pick his brain about ACC basketball history. He was a charismatic guy and a colorful personality. We'll get to those calls in just a second. Do you know why I made this the question of the day, Darren? Who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan because you know we like to try to stick to sports as much as possible we do here at the David uh, we do show. I think I have an idea as to why you decided that this was going to be the question that's of the probably, day but why don't, why don't you just explain that's probably all I really need out of you <laughs> okay. as I ask that question we need this question today Darren because I think we all need to understand that the wheels of sports justice cannot turn properly without such folks right I think we need this as the question of the day because without these brave men and women in stripes, we risk lawlessness, chaos, authoritarianism, and sports anarchy. And we need this kind of question of the day, Darren, who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan? Because, Darren, without the rule of sports law and those who enforce such things, we are vulnerable to those who are con men, grifters, pathological liars, traitors, lawless dictators and tyrants, and other snake oil salesmen. Without the men in stripes, without those who carry the whistle, Darren, what if we left it up to the Cameron crazies to call all the fouls for Duke <laughs> home games, right? I mean, you can't have cult members deciding what the rule of law is. You need to stick to what the laws actually are. And that's why we need the whistleblowers. That's why we need Ed Hockley. That's why we need Ray Natilly and Ramey Steins <laughs> to pick a couple of modern-day ACC basketball officials. Brian Kersey, John Clockerty, and other friends of the program. Dick Paparo, Lenny Wirtz, and other whistleblowers of yesteryear. Without them, Darren, we have nothing. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. Let's go to Ken in Dobson, North Carolina. You're next on the David Glenn Show. He might have hockey, college football, college basketball, NFL, Urban Meyer, or whistleblowers on his mind. Ken, welcome to the program. Go right ahead. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Enjoy your show. Thank you. I got the NFL Red Cashin. Oh, that's a good blast from the past. What do you remember most about Red Cashin, Ken? First down. That's very well done. First down. Hey, hey, Ken, are you still with me? 
you, I accidentally talked over your first down, so I'm going to stop talking now. I liked yours so much that go ahead and give it to us again. All right, Red Canyon. First down. That is really well executed. I feel so bad that I stepped over it the first time. Thank first you for down. listening. That is really well done. And remember, like we talked about this, what was it, a week or three ago? Yeah. Uh, they were honoring actual NFL officials of today, the, the whistleblowers, if you will. They were honoring Red Cashin, who had put that little style into his first down call. Do you remember why? Because they were telling him that – Coaches were complaining that Red was such a low-key personality that they weren't sure how much he cared. And he's like, I'm just trying to be what a good arbiter is, right? Like, I, I had experience in mediation. You can't be a up-and-down, roller-coaster, loud personality as a, as a mediator, right? You're supposed to be even-keeled, bringing the two sides of the table together. So Red thought he was doing his job well by being sort of unflappable, low-key, even-keeled. And then he got some feedback that he was too much those things. And one of his ways of spicing things up as a whistleblower was by calling first downs with that little extra spice. First down! 1-800-849-2761. Let's talk with Dan in Durham. This is an answer from the Wayback Machine. Welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Oh, thank you. Um, my uh, response is to the question of who's an unforgettable whistleblower. Yes, sir. And it's Lou Bellows. All right. This, uh, I, hey, I, I think he stopped being a ref. It's probably in the 1970s. Yes. But he was part of the TV show. He was just... He was over the top. And and you left. and you have a memory of him as an on-the-court guy? Yeah, I, it's an old memory. I, I swear it's probably from the 60s. Well, because the reason I ask is, even as the guy who sat next to me at lunch, seriously, at a press conference, Lou Bello, again, then retired by the late 80s when I came along, would entertain not just me, like the whole table, sometimes the whole room, with crazy stories about, you know, referee and Dean Smith's games back in the day uh, at Chapel Hill or, you know, uh, the great basketball coach at NC State, Everett Case. This is all pre-Mike Krzyzewski, et cetera. Uh, but Lou Bello, colorful on the court from what I was told. I'm not old enough to remember him as a referee. But a classic whistleblower as we celebrate such things on a day like this, 1-800-849-2761. Kerry Frazier, Bill McCreary, Wes McCauley, good answers from hockey fans. Dick Bavetta, and Victor has another good NBA example. Gene Sterator votes rolling in. Who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan? That's one of our themes of the day as we celebrate whistleblowers and their importance in any functioning society. 1-800-849-2761. More on the NFL Week 4 action that begins tonight with the Eagles at the Packers. More on the College Football Week 5 action that also begins tonight, although the biggest games are all on Saturday. I'll tell you my picks for who's most vulnerable to drop from the ranks of the unbeaten. It's only four weeks in, so we have a whole lot of teams with a zero to the right of the hyphen those ranks always dwindle what do we usually take the phone call in late september well dg what happens if five teams go undefeated in college football how are we going to squeeze them into a four-team college football playoff well it's never happened and it's not going to happen this year and i know you know the deal 
over time, these best teams are all going to put up really good records. But who's going to really run the table just in the regular season? If you think the list is a lot longer than the Clemson Tigers, you have not paid attention to your college football history recently or farther back. 1-800-849-2761. Jim Zoki on the Panthers in 30 minutes. Pat Narduzzi. Fresh off one of the biggest wins of last weekend's college football. Dave Doran of the Wolfpack taking his pack to Tallahassee to take on Willie Taggart in Florida State. Coach Doran, part of our number three. It's whistleblower day. Your favorite or most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan. The wheels of sports justice cannot turn properly without them. We're back to your calls and those stories next on the David Glenn Show. He's the UVA head basketball coach, Tony Bennett. You always believed in us. I guess you were the wind beneath our wings. There you go. How's that? <laughs> Do we but, have uh, background music for right. that? That's right. That's Bette Midler. There we go. You are the wind Keep it right here on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. We're talking... College football, NFL, little baseball, college hoops is back, at least on the practice court. The Carolina Hurricanes open their regular season one week from today. I'll give away a, give away a pair of tickets and a parking voucher uh, uh, later today for that game one week from today. More on our big tailgate tour trip to Boone. More of your phone calls now because three guests are later. Dave Doran of the Wolfpack, hour three. Pat Narduzzi of Pitt, hour two. Jim Zoki of your Carolina Panthers in less than 30 minutes. The broad question of the day for my fellow Americans and fellow sports fans is this. Who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan? We're celebrating whistleblowers today in a variety of sports where they use whistles, NHL, NBA, NFL, and otherwise. College basketball examples continue to pour in as well. Darren, do you know Lord Acton's most famous quote of all time? He was an English historian, politician, and writer, and he started his most famous quote with power tends to corrupt, comma, and absolute power. Can you finish that sentence for your SAT bonus Corrupts points today? absolutely. That is very well done. That is from Lord Acton, who was those things back in the late 1800s. What if we allowed, without whistleblowers, like those led by John Clockerty, Brian Kersey, uh, and the, the guys that are still wearing the whistle, the men in stripes in ACC basketball in this particular example. What if we just let Mike Krzyzewski and Roy Williams, Jim Beheim, because they're Hall of Fame coaches, we just let them run wild. There's, there's, they get to make up the rules as they go along. How would that go? Would the Tar Heels or the Devils ever lose, except maybe when they played each other? You can't let the most powerful people go unchecked. Why? Lord Acton told you why. That's why. You need the men in stripes. You need the whistleblowers. You need Ed Hockley out there. Otherwise, Belichick thinks he can do absolutely anything that he wants to do at any time. Maybe even Spygate. Maybe even deflating footballs. So I'm just kidding. But you know the deal. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. So we can't have the sports kings out there making up their own rules. We need someone to govern such things. Otherwise, you end up with lawless dictators. You end up with authoritarian tendencies. So we need rules and those who enforce them. That's why we're celebrating today Dick Bavetta and other NBA legend. 
Kerry Frazier and other NHL legends who wore the whistle. Who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan? 1-800-849-2761. That is your ticket into the program. Cam is in Chapel Hill and has a great blast from the past from ACC football this time. Cam, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Hey, David. Um, yeah, I was amazed when I called in and uh, uh, I thought I was the first one to say this one. But um, I believe it was 2007, 2006, NC State versus uh, Maryland. Ron Cherry, the greatest call in <laughs> probably sports history, <laughs> where he goes, uh, uh, unsportsmanlike penalty on the offense, number 69, he was giving him the business. I think we have audio of that famous call in honor of Cam in Chapel Hill's answer to our question, our whistleblower question of the day. Personal file, 69, offense. He was giving him the business. <laughs> he played it there. Do they teach you that in whistleblower school? I thought they taught you to be more generic, right? It's just a personal foul, man. You don't have to tell him if he punched him right in the cup at the bottom of the pile. You don't elaborate when that's the detail, do you? In that particular case, he was giving him the business, Darren. Is that on your radar as a member of the 20 and 30-something no generation? No doubt. Okay. Yeah. That's been passed down from generation to generation? Yeah. And, we, and I was, I mean, I guess I was, what, maybe high school, college age when that actually occurred. So I was very, very much into watching football at that time. So, yeah, very much on my radar. When those other names came up, either Lou Bello or Lenny Wirtz or Dick Pepero, famous ACC basketball whistleblowers from the past, would they at all hit your radar? As no, some of these none names of them? totally unfamiliar to me, to be okay, honest. Okay, Dick Pepero, I'm trying to think of who would be an example for you guys nowadays, who you believe, or at least you hear others say, they love being in the spotlight. I mean, sometimes TV Teddy Valentine fits that description yeah. for, for a he, modern he has example. That, he has, he that, has reputation that reputation. Anyway. I mean, I'm not even judging who's right and who's wrong. Dick Paparo, I covered for my early days in this league. He was the, the greatest phrase. I wish I could remember who put it on him. He was described as a posturing peacock when he made a big call. <laughs> Can you picture the peacock, you know, flaring up the feathers in the back, right? I mean, yeah. it... it Posturing Peacock is as great a two-word summary for any whistleblower in any sport or any whistleblower anywhere else in society, for that matter. That's about as good as it gets. If I just told you Paparo was a posturing peacock on big calls. That paints the picture. It paints the picture, yep. right? And, oh, that is not an inaccurate description. I saw it with my own eyes. He was kind of authoritative, actually. And he definitely spiced up his calls perhaps defiantly, almost crossing the line where you're just supposed to be the guy doing his job a little bit more quietly. I'm not a big fan of those who make themselves the star of the show. People aren't paying to see you guys, but I do have an enormous amount of respect for those who do their jobs well. Did you know I saw legendary ACC official Ramey Steins at uh, our big tailgate tour last weekend? I should have introduced you. No, I don't, yeah, I was going to say I don't – were you there the week before when we, or no, earlier this year when we met his son? Remember, his son was getting married, and I put what was yes. my che- what was my cheesy line? Also, an official, right? What was my cheesy line to the young man who's an, a basketball referee and was something about, to get about who was officiating who the wedding? Who was officiating the wedding? Come on, tell me, <laughs> tell me that not everybody in that group laughed when I said that. They did. I know it's corny, but sometimes you got to go there to get the big laughs, and we got him. So anyway, Ramey. 
has been a ref for a long, long time. You can picture him, right, from the ACC yeah. tournament or otherwise. And, yes, he and his son are now both in the industry. Anyway, I love Ramey's style, understated, not trying to be in the middle of the action, not trying to be under the spot. He just wants to do his job, be fair to both sides, not cave to loud fans on somebody's home court, not cave to a Hall of Fame coach. He's just trying to call it as he sees it. And the more I've gotten to know people in those lines of work, the more I believe 95% of them just want to do their jobs and go home. Like, it's just like most of us, right? We're not trying to pillage anybody. We're not trying to screw anybody else out of a potential victory. We just want to be fair, and we want to do our best to be fair, and we want to go home. That's what most of us do, right? Seriously, those in that walk of life roll their eyes at the conspiracy theories. They wanted this coach to win. They were afraid of getting the big call wrong because of this coach. They needed this side to win, Darren, otherwise they weren't going to get the right assignments later that season. I mean, I can't say, of course, they're human, so they know if Kay or Roy or Bayheim is on the sidelines that night. They, they don't have their ostrich heads in the sand. But seriously, 99% of the theories, oh, oh, they make sure this team wins. Oh, they, they don't want to get the NCAA or the TV partners or the ACC headquarters in Greensboro upset at them. So they're going to make sure the game's outcome turns out to be this because, you know, Vince McMahon wrote it that way in the WWE script. So we have to make sure it ends that way. Seriously, 90, there's always the Tim Donahue on his way to prison examples. But, you know, the guy was caught, the guy was prosecuted, and did not get to live happily ever after. 1-800-849-2761. Who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan? We'll take those calls throughout today's program. 1-800-849-2761. Which undefeated teams are most vulnerable in college football this weekend as week five begins tonight my answer to that with more of your phone calls steve is in wilmington victor is in durham also a deodorant company is trolling an nfl team with place kicking problems and they are using as a prop of sorts u.s women's national soccer team star carly lloyd more on that story. Eagles at Packers tonight. The Panthers trip to Houston to take on the Texans. Jim Zoki of the Panthers radio crew live in 15 minutes. Pitt coach and Pat Narduzzi and Wolfpack coach Dave Doran later in today's program. You can jump in on the college football, NFL, college hoops, MLB, Carolina Hurricanes, and other topics of the day. 1-800-849-2761. The wheels of sports justice will continue to turn properly. Thanks to whistleblowers, next on the David Glenn Show. He was giving them the business. I made a reference to Mike Krzyzewski of Duke and his GOAT status. And I kid you not, I got angry emails. If I really wanted to insult somebody, I would include some kind of sentence about being in the bleeping prairie chewing on grass. This is the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Jim Zoki on all things NFL and Panthers, live in about 10 minutes. Pat Narduzzi, fresh off one of the biggest wins of the college football weekend. He took Pitt to the ACC title game last year. He took the Panthers to a victory over UCF. 
He came very close to a national TV F-bomb, but he managed to restrain himself. We hope he does the same when he joins us in about, six, in about 30 minutes. Dave Dorn of the Wolfpack is taking NC State to Florida State in one of the more compelling ACC matchups of the weekend. Coach Doran live in hour number three. More of your calls now. One thing I promised, a deodorant company is trolling a team in the NFL that has place-kicking woes. I will not give them free publicity by naming the company, but I will share the details. This is It's one thing to troll. It's another thing to troll the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by using U.S. women's national soccer team star Carly Lloyd, who, remember, had that just-for-fun workout with the Philadelphia Eagles and made some long field goals and looked great doing it and even got calls from NFL teams that need good kicking. And she has, through her agent, by the way, said – she is not a candidate to join an NFL team this year, but when she finishes her national team soccer duties, she is not counting out the idea that she could become the first woman to play in the NFL in 2020. So this is like, it's trolling, but it's trolling based on at least a shred of truth that could come an historic moment in the history of that league. So the deodorant company uses Carly Lloyd and says specifically to Bucks fans, I mean, how's this for next level? The ad appeared specifically in the Tampa Bay Times. I mean, it's not like they just put it up at USA Today or some general place, right? They're coming at your jugular. They're in your town. They specifically call out your team. Why? Because Bruce Arians had to defend his kicker, who had just missed an extra point attempt in a what turned out to be a one-point, 32-31 loss last weekend. And he had to say, my guy is my guy. Happens to be Matt Gay, Buccaneers kicker. So in the Tampa Bay Times, on the Bucks specifically, they say this, women may not play professional football yet, but it's time for a level playing field. Hey, Bucks fans, do you sweat 34-yarders? Carly Lloyd doesn't. We believe strength is more than overcoming what makes us sweat. It's continuing to pursue, pursue progress and equality in all industries and sectors. Women may not play professional football yet, but isn't it time for a level playing field wherever she wants to play? You guys, the youngsters, are better experts on trolling. Although perhaps the question of the day on my show today is a good example of that. I'm not sure. Who is the most unforgettable sports whistleblower for you as an American sports fan, given that we all know, smart people do, that the wheels of sports justice cannot turn properly without those men and women in stripes, without those whistleblowers? Is that next level trolling? I would assume it is. Yeah, it, fit, it fits the definition for sure. We will keep the name of the deodorant company a secret. 1-800-849-2761. Steve in Wilmington is next on the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Oh, no. I'm full of them, Darren. I'm full of something. I'm not sure. Steve, go right ahead. Thank you, DG. First, I must apologize for being out of touch for so long. Please forgive me. How is London, by the way? You are forgiven, young man. You have come to the right place, and those who tell us their sins have them washed away as long as you are truly sorry for your misdeeds. Uh, London was wonderful. The family, all four of us loved it for different reasons. I would call it one of the best family trips of my lifetime, and the lovely and talented Maria said the same. It, it is it is one of the greatest cities in the world, no doubt about it. You could argue over where on the checklist, but it is a bucket list item beyond the sports world and in the sports world, given that we went to a Premier League soccer match, too. 
Oh, good for you. Glad you, uh, glad you guys enjoyed it. A quick Canes comment and then a couple of whistleblowers for you. I think my concern with the Canes this year is similar to yours. Is who's going to replace Justin Williams and the leadership in that locker room? I'm with you. And real quick on that as you keep going on whistleblowers, three men wore letters on their jerseys last year. Two of the three are gone. Justin Falk is traded to the St. Louis Blues. Justin Williams, quote, stepped away from hockey. Jordan Stahl is still there, and he's a good leader, but he's not the most natural leader, and he sometimes has been uncomfortable when asked to wear this letter or that. Rod Brindamore, I think, is more concerned by chemistry and leadership than he is productivity. I love metrics and analytics, but it's hard for them to take those those harder-to-define things into consideration. Who's your famous uh, or unforgettable whistleblower? Well, I got two for you. One of them actually had a whistle, and I don't know if you go back this far, but there was an NBA ref by the name of Mendy Rudolph mm. who wore number five, who was terrific. I don't go that far back. I think I go as far as Dick Bavetta when it comes to NBA guys. But I've heard that name, Mendy Rudolph. Uh, he must have been in Red Auerbach's pocket. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so who's your other whistleblower? He threw Red out a number of times. <laughs> Celtics always seemed to win those titles back then. Who was your other one? The other one was a real whistleblower, and I must take offense at your very not-so-thinly-veiled comment against the President of the United <laughs> I States. I don't know what you're talking about, Steve. Problem. I have no idea what you mean. But in baseball, Jose Canseco really blew the whistle. We're talking entirely sports whistleblowers today. Unforgettable ones for you all as American sports fans. I mean, the word sports is in there twice in the question of the day. I don't know how you guys have these conspiracy theories otherwise. Jose is a different type of whistleblower. More on those. Jim Zoki's next. Dean in Wilmington, you're up on the David Glenn Show. The NCAA book on violations is so sick Superman has trouble carrying. This is true. However, it's not buried into the small print in the back that you're not allowed to drive luxury cars that aren't yours. Okay? <laughs> Keep it here on the David Glenn Show.